The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Long Beach sports in Long Beach bars. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot your shot. Long Beach Sports in Long Beach Bars. Paul Slater, the chosen one. John Grossi, the boss man. Big show today, John. Huge. We have legendary head baseball coach, Lakewood High School. Now my friend, we just figured out that we're not enemies anymore, Spud O'Neill. The Spud man. One of our good, good friends, I would say. Oh, for sure. We had him over at the doghouse. Our new spot, basically. I think that might be my new favorite bar. It makes you want to eat hot dogs and drink beer and sit. And then remember we just came to the conclusion that the hot dog to hamburger debate, it's a little bit closer now. Yeah, well, no, I, yeah, it's very close. I forgot about hot dogs until we ate there. Oh, my God, were they good. What was that one bacon? I got, like, bacon Some, ranch. Yeah, with the barbecue sauce bacon on it? Bacon ranch barbecue hot dog, and then we got that. And then you got the Chicago dog. I'm going to be honest with you. The Chicago dog was gone in, I don't know, Yeah, you ate that seconds. quick. I didn't even see it. And then we shared that, the, the Lasorda, Tommy Lasorda. Oh, yeah. We had to. We we'll had to. We'll have to talk about that Tommy Lasorda dog when we get Tommy on the show later. We're going to have him over at Phil Tranny's. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And we got another special guest coming to Phil Tranny's, but we can't. Let's not, <laughs> let's not uh, break that one yet. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. yet until we get it. Not yet until we get it. Real not, quick. Not now, but right now. Did you know that Mickey Mantle played shortstop before he got moved to the outfield, but he got moved because he made 100 airs? Over 100 airs in the minor leagues. In how many times? I don't know, like two seasons? Well, Mickey Mantle, he he invented the breakfast of champions where you wake up, you take a shot, right? It was him? He's the alcoholic? Well, he's a smart guy. He's an American hero. Yeah. Well, you have to, if you think about it. Like, your body needs some kind of kick. Well, because when you wake up, you're full of energy, and you're like, whoa, ah, rearing to go. You need, to, you need a little depressant so that people think you're normal. Right. Because yeah. no one likes someone who's all uppity all the time. Right, no. Well, you hate those people. Absolutely. You know those people in, in like college classes when they start talking right away and you're just like, hey, you know what? Shut the hell up, guy. How about the old person always raises their hand and acts like, it's like, first of all, why are you here? Why are you in college? Mm-hmm. Second of all, why are you asking questions? Well, that's because they're nerds. Yeah, like they're if nerds. Spud O'Neill was in class with us, he wouldn't raise his hand. No. He'd just hang in the back and it'd be shooting yeah, he'd, the Yeah, he'd be snickering. The bull he'd be making us. fun of who was ever asking questions. Right, of course. he's a good dude, jock. Mustache. All right. We never talked to him about the whole he looks like Mario thing either. <laughs> I've never thought of that. He does a little he bit. He always wears the red? Yeah. Wow. It kind of looks like him. Anyways, we'll, we'll ask him that next time. We need to get his brother over at like Pauly or Cabrillo wearing green to be Luigi. <laughs> Dude, we had a, that was a great interview, by the way. That, that was, was a good time. Hey, before we get to the interview, let's take care of some business real quick. Iron Sharpens Iron. I want to apologize to the listeners, and you probably want to do the same. So, like we said... Last show, we said Wilson was going to advance to the semifinals, right? Which they did, obviously, because you know we could tell. Yeah, well, they played Bellflower, remember? Same thing. Exactly. They beat Bellflower, played in the semifinals against LaSalle, got bounced, three-two. Tough loss for the old Bruins, but I want to apologize again. We know a lot about LaSalle, the Dirty Dina. Oh, that's the one in the Dirty Dina. Yeah. Oh, we've had we've lost there too. And you know what? We sh- we didn't we didn't give him any pointers. We didn't do anything like that. Wow. We I mean I didn't even realize. Did we they didn't go, go to the all boat? Up. Did they go to the boat afterwards? Probably not. See, that's what I'm saying. Northwood we sh- in. We should have. Wow. You know, Paul and I have, have definitely taken our eighth grade basketball team to LaSalle High School and just suffered an absolute blowout loss. I just feel bad. You know, like yeah. if we would have at least like said, hey, they're going to advance to the title game because we know a lot about the Dirty Dina. Yeah. They would have. And we didn't really or put in the effort. We should have prepared him. We should have been like, hey, you're probably going to lose. But here's where you go drink afterwards because we know that. We didn't prepare. And they don't That's know because you get to throw the peanuts on the floor at that place, which is fun. Well, not the peanuts, but the shells. LaSalle, not LaSalle, which would have been even worse. Freaking LaSalle sucks. I hate LaSalle. LaSalle, they scored three runs in the bottom of the fifth, dude. We almost had it. It was 2-0 going into the fifth. Blew it. Yeah, whatever. 
you know, everyone's all acting like, hey, Wilson, you did a great job. I mean, you're in D3. Yeah. Well, maybe they go up next year. <laughs> I mean, but when are we going to start calling a spade a spade and saying we need to be better than that? I agree. See, Spud kind of talked about it in the interview when he was saying, first off, Spud said that they were going to win the whole thing, which was a freaking bold prediction which to shoot your shot. Classic Spud Lakewood guy just trying to jinx everyone. Yeah, he should, yeah exactly. That's exactly what he did. Yeah. Actually. Jinx the hell out of him. Good Ended call. up losing. They're going to advance. They're going to go to Division Two next year because they made somewhat of a run. But there's freaking scrubs in Division Three. Lakewood's going to drop to Division Three. They're probably going to win the whole thing next year. Yeah, that's just the way it goes. Remember the good old days when we used to play in Division One? That was fun. Now we're just getting freaking losing in the semifinals in Division Three. Brutal. LaSalle plays Maranatha next, like this weekend. Maranatha, a Pasadena school. Wow. Yeah, so we're all – the Nerdy Dino's all over the place right I'm now. I'm going to be in to go. Are you Just kidding me? Pasadena teams playing each other? Yeah. Dude, wow. we would have had their, Maranatha's number as well. We could have never torn up Westwood to make Long Beach State Volleyball win the national championship if we hadn't first torn up Pasadena one time. That one time. Because we it knew – It was practice. Yeah, it was practice. We knew what we were supposed to do, yeah. and we executed when we went to Westwood. Yeah. And we would have done the same thing again this year. Yep. The final is actually being played – you're going to hate this. The final is played at Cal State Fullerton. Oh, God. For even Division One though. Remember the good old days when we would go to, like, Angel Stadium or Dodger Stadium to watch the, the CIF final? Hey, I got a good story for you. Okay. Yesterday, Dion, Dion you listen? Yeah. Dion, our video guy, and me, we're, we were interviewing this business owner. Mm-hmm. And I think she must have watched the show or something because she – I said, oh, where did you go to college? And she was, she was like, oh, my God. I'm scared to say. No way. And I, I was like, what do you, why? She's like, I went to Fullerton. Oh. And I was like, well, yeah, you should have never said that. Did you, did you like leave? <laughs> yeah, walked Immediately. out. Immediately. Yeah, I did get red. But that's just because I, I had to walk from my car to the store, so I was huffing and puffing. So, anyway, the people know that, they sh- that they're scared to tell us Fullerton, which is good. A quick joke for you. The... Fullerton Titans play at a place called Goodwin Field, more like Badwin Field. <laughs> you like that? Or good lose. All right, moving on. Real quick, I don't want to talk too much about it because you hate this sport, but the Warriors are in the NBA Finals, and which means we got a guy in the NBA Finals. Jordan Bell. Jordan Bell. Pretty. It's pretty exciting. As much as I hate the Warriors, I think I think they might be my least favorite team of all time. It's cool to have a guy in there. Yeah, he was actually getting a little frustrating. I was watching him mostly. He played a lot of minutes the other day. I think his Iguodala was out uh, in that game seven, and it was kind of frustrating because, like, I don't know, he screwed up a couple times. Did he? Yeah. Like what? And we can't be those 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 Long Beach people that just say everything he does is gold. I agree. I mean, obviously, he's great. He's in game. He's in the finals. You're not going to want to read my article on the 908 app then because I really blew him up. Really? Well, that's that's, yeah. Well, I said he was the MVP. Yeah, he probably was. Because, well, technically – so he's but you played, write in sarcasm, and some people are going to say everything he does turns to gold. Right. So technically, he has been this season, the NBA one season, and he's been to the finals one season. So that's 100%, if you ask me. Steph Curry, not 100%. Draymond Green, not 100%. I'm just saying. So is he the MVP of the team? Do you think he likes Draymond Green? I hope not. I don't think he does. I also wrote in my article that Draymond Green is a huge Lakewood guy. <laughs> yes. Spud would probably love Draymond Green. Yeah. Because they could both – just go park on their lawns and wash their cars together. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, hey, congrats to Jordan Bell. Uh, he, I mean, I, what do you, what do we do? What do we do in this situation? Do we root for him? I don't want him to win at all. I'm rooting for LeBron. I am too, but I, I don't, I hate the Warriors. I hate the Warriors so much, but I like this guy. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I don't know. DM me if you have any, if any suggestions. Or just DM me if you don't. You know, just have a good time. Twitter's been hot recently. Yeah, I said it, yeah. Uh, I'm so bought into Twitter now. You know what I also wrote in my article? I need to follow more people. I keep checking my feed. It's not even new. You know what I also wrote in my article? Uh, I don't know. If you have, if you guys haven't downloaded the 908 app, you need to because I've been writing some absolute banger articles. It's been awesome. But I was, Basically the Paul Slater app. Right it basically. Now. It was just, you know, I'm all about it. So... I wrote about how you go on Twitter and all these Long Beach people, once like one Long Beach guy does something really sick, like a 
professional guy, and they're always like, dude, that's a Long Beach guy. So freaking cool. Look at this guy's going to the finals. And I wrote about how I was in the office the other day in the bathroom. There was a leaky faucet, and your boy fixed it, but I didn't get no love for it. Wow. Who was a more bigger hero, me or him? Probably you. I was going to say. Dude, I, I saved some water. weird stuff going on in my faucet. You want to come over? Yeah, I'll help you out. Like, the, it, it, it doesn't go down in the drain. Wow. It's just like sitting there forever. It's because you shave every day. It's because I shave a lot, huh? Mm-hmm. You shave every day. Yeah. Well, you have to look nice. Well, people, presentable. my appearance is what makes people trust me. Right. Handsome. So, well, same with well, same with Spud, though. Yeah. If he doesn't have his mustache, you don't Holy trust him. Holy moly. Do like you that. think he goes to a barber every day to just get that beard per- or that mustache perfectly no, it's perfect. trimmed? It's perfect. He, I mean, the guy is basically a male model. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I don't know if I go that far. <laughs> He's been working out, though. He tells us in the interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he doesn't have anything to do all day. All right. Let's get to the interview with Spud. First off, Spud is, if you haven't gone anywhere with Spud, he is probably the most popular guy. So we think we're popular because we are. We're a big deal around the city now. But that guy, he he has the mustache. Everybody knows who he is. And it's just like, oh, dude, Spud, how are you doing? But he doesn't know anybody's names, obviously, because he's a huge deal. Remember, he got like six phone calls during, during yeah, an interview. he kept getting blown up. During, it was kind of embarrassing because like, we need to start having people call us in our interviews so, yeah. that, so that our guests think we're cool. Oh, sorry, Spud. I, uh, that's probably my agent calling. Yeah, yeah. Just, my agent. Just program all my buddies' f- names to just be hot chicks' names. Right. And just keep getting calls all the time. But it'll actually just be Peel calling us all the time. Right. Oh, Jessica's <laughs> calling me again. Shoot. Tough oh, whoops. One. Whoops. Yeah. All right. We had him over at the doghouse. We'll, we'll be working on that for the next one. Before we get to the interview, I want to talk about Michelle K. You tweeted about Michelle K the other day. Yeah. I was up in Washington. Washugo, Washington, by the way, is pretty sweet. Remember we were talking about it was vacation season and we are going to go take mm-hmm. long showers? 20 minutes, 30 minutes in, by your boy in the shower. Don't tell me long shower, 20, 30 minutes. Well, I know, but I, I had to get ready. I, mean, for, I had to go to the wedding. The normal is 40. But I'm just saying it, it felt good. Okay. It wasn't a five-minute shower. It wasn't a guilty 20. No. It felt like longer because... I've been taking such quick showers lately because I'm I'm a humanitarian. I do stuff for the environment, you know. Yeah. I fi- I fix leaky faucets. Well, Washington's up north, so you're closer to the clouds, so it's easier to get mm-hmm. water. Michelle K, <laughs> you're a number one hardworking Long Beach realtor, provides personal one-on-one service, and has earned the trust and loyalty of hundreds and hundreds of clients. So, can you tell the story? Why did were you over at a house or something? Or you you went to an open house? Yeah. Well, we always say that she makes cookies at open houses. And I don't know why I'm, if I'm the only one that does this, but if I see a Michelle K open house and I just go. Like, why would you not? I go, stop in, I grab a cookie, say hi, and I leave. And you can't miss her signs. Her signs no, are great. They're great signs. And it's just like, why Why would you not? It's like if you see a lemonade stand with, like, snotty little kids trying to upsell you on lemonade. But th- this one's free, and Michelle K is nice. Wow, what a... And I still get lemonade all the time. What a great like comparison. I do, too. I, but you're right. If the, if the person looks like a terrible kid, like a freaking, you know, one of those yeah weak sauce kids, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm over it. I just don't like the ones where they're, like, all snotty about it and their parents are out there with them. It's like, go inside, parent, and maybe your kid will learn to be less annoying. Michelle goes back to the community through twice yearly shred events and donates a portion of her earnings to the Long Beach Century Club, which Spud O'Neill is a part of. And he goes basically every meeting, yeah. Depend unless it's baseball season. Then and a lot of times we stay after and just crack a few Coors Lights down the old hatch. Yeah, well, ain't nothing wrong with that. I've had a billion this weekend, by the way. <laughs> Download the Michelle K app at the App Store, Michelle One L, and start searching for your dream home today. Better living in Long Beach. dot com. Flippers and all. Why now? Over here at the doghouse, right next to where Cervellos was back in the day. Great spot, by the way. This is the second time we've done an interview here, John, and this time we're getting food because we got nothing else to do today, and I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped, pumped for the hot dogs we got coming out. Also, it's kind of our go-to spot for Lakewood High School people because we want to bring them into Long Beach, the greatest city on earth, but we don't want to, br- you know, they don't want to go too far, so we right. bring them right over the border. So we got legendary head coach Spud O'Neill. Everybody knows Spud O'Neill. When you tell people that you're interviewing Spud, they're like, oh, I know Spud. Of course they do. Coach, thanks for joining us, man. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. This is going to be fun. And, and when, he, when he says that, he told me he was interviewing Spud. And I said, <laughs> oh, yeah, I know Spud. So, right. so don't think you're too big for your britches. It's, it's just within the group. I, believe me, I don't. Okay. Just walking in here, one of the young ladies that works here 
was in my class at, at Lakewood. See, that's what I'm saying. It's ridiculous. So are we friends now, me and you? Absolutely, even though you're a Millican guy. <laughs> because let me, I'm going to tell you a quick story. I, I, didn't, I never met you before, but I just knew that you coached at the team across town, and I was like, oh, I don't really like that guy probably. And then we finally met for the first time in, like, real life. And I was like, man, this guy's so cool. I want to hang out with this guy all the time. I'm well, glad. Th- well, thank you. I, I, you crossed the red line. Yeah, yeah, it's tough, but we did it. Yeah. And now Paul shows up wearing all red. <laughs> I, I don't know if his parents are going to talk to him after they see this video. But well, because I respect Spud. You know, I respect him. The Slater family is one of the best families from Millican High School. I've known them for years, and, and, and uh, it's, it's been fun to, to beat them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, which isn't saying much. One of the best fans from, from Millican. I mean, how many good fans are really over there? Not, yeah. not too many. But let's talk about we just ended baseball season, more league uh, season. Put this last season in perspective. How'd it go? Uh, actually, you know, I think it was a successful season, even though we were below 500. Uh, we began the season um, in September. Actually, in, in, uh, we always start uh, in the summer with the American Legion. And, you know, with my circumstances, with my wife passing away, I, I didn't spend much time with the team. And, and um, I, it, was, it was kind of a, a, a mess for, for the whole situation. But my uh, coaches uh, took care of business last year. I went to a few games um, last year and decided that uh, I was going to go full-time uh, in September this year. And I had a... A great time getting started, but uh, by the end of January, 22 of my players that um, were in the class were no longer in the class. Um, eight seniors, a few juniors, and, and uh, some sophomores, and even freshmen. Uh, they decided not to participate with me because there was a little bit more discipline uh, when I uh, got going in September. So. Uh, even though we were below 500, I think we had a successful season. We got better as we uh, went through the, uh, the year, got into the playoffs, played a great team in Crescenta Valley. Uh, they had a great pitcher on the mound. He's been throwing one hitters, two hitters. We got seven hits against him. Uh, so proud of these guys. And we have most of the guys back next year, as most of the uh, more league teams uh, do. It was a sophomore-laden season for everybody. Why, why are you such a good coach? Because it doesn't matter who you have. Like, you can have a J.P. Crawford or a Duffy or a Yamaguchi, and they're all really good. And then you have guys that are not elite, I guess, and you still go out and win games. I don't know. How does that work? Why, why are you such a good coach? I, I, I think I've had great training. And, and, you know, being a Long Beach City College guy playing for Joe Hicks and then um, uh, going to Long Beach State and, and, and uh, taking classes there and, and then meeting with coaches, going to clinics. Um, and I have the passion for this. I'm, I'm, I'm still learning. I, uh, yesterday, I was reading a Sports Illustrated um, article that was a year old, and, and I got some stuff from that. You know, just things that was it the talk. Swim, was it the swimsuit issue? Because yeah, I've learned a lot from that as well. <laughs> well, we don't, we don't talk about oh, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, we're, all, we're always learning. Yeah. And I, I, get I know it. about it, though. It's, it's, e- it's easier to learn from pictures than yeah. words. I'm, yeah. I, I get it, Spud. I was checking out the baseball season early on, and I saw Lakewood get beat by La Mirada by 100. And then I was like, oh, geez, what the heck happened? What's wrong with Lakewood? And then all of a sudden, I watch you guys at the end of the year, and you guys were so much better. I could not believe it. Your team was, like, good. That, that's what I'm proud of. You know, we, we had some, some uh, uh, you things. You take the phone call if you want. <laughs> I'm not going to take the phone call. Okay. okay. Get, it's probably my, the administration uh, knowing that I'm at the doghouse. <laughs> yeah, well, they know they're I've always been in the doghouse. Yeah, well, they, they can't put you anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what are they going to do? Put you in the doghouse? Yep. Um, okay, where were we? <laughs> Talking about how good your team got at the end of the season. Yeah, was, I, I, that's what I'm proud of. And 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 uh, we we had a lot of young guys that uh, did not want to buy into the system. And one of my terms is run the system. And and um, uh, they fought us and fought us and 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 uh, finally. Uh, once they, uh, we were having terrible practices, and, and, and it was no fun to be at. But the last couple months, uh, it's been a Lakewood team. And, and uh, if we had a little bit more pitching, uh, we would have been a little bit better. And that's what we're concentrating on for next year. 
Spud, you talked about how, how 22 kids had to end up being let go from the program and or chose to go. Uh, you've been coaching for so long. What's different about these kids? And you said when the discipline came in, is there something about that's different these days than it was maybe 10 years ago or 20 years ago? Uh, yes, in a way. And, and you know, it's, uh, it's all about them now. It's not about team. And, and I think we um, decided that uh, we'd go in a different direction with this group uh, as, as the season went. And, and, you know, we put the discipline in and right from se- September. And then, then um, uh, the teamwork stuff came the last couple of months. Like, like I said, they, uh, our, our teams have always been um, team-oriented. And uh, it wasn't at the beginning of this year. Uh, it's more about uh, the me me generation and and uh, uh, video games and stuff like that and, and it's, I there <laughs> there are guys <laughs> that are uh, so I told uh, you you're popular yeah. everybody knows well, you. Well, yeah. Sp- Spud's knocking on technology and the and the kids he's they aiming m- while he's getting blown. They up. must be watching this broadcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's getting phone call after phone yeah. call. So I don't know. You know, are you are you one of these guys that just says you're coaching but you're actually just looking at your phone texting all day? <laughs> No, I don't actually. I'm I'm not a very good texter, and and um, uh, although I've learned, you know, uh, through different people, so um, I get back now. But has a has a team <laughs> of uh, coaches helping them learn yeah. how to text. That's what it takes. Yep. But I don't. I don't. What I don't get is that why don't kids buy into your program? You've been doing it for so long with so much success. Why would a like a a group of kids come in and be like, no, I don't want to do it this way. This isn't the right way to do it. You guys win all the time. I don't yeah. understand why kids don't want to buy in well it's it, they're getting pulled by um different factions like the the uh, um yeah, coaches that are that are in the pony league that might be with millican or wilson or somebody and they're talking to kids yeah you could have a better deal at, at this particular school and 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 um then the travel ball guys are telling the kids how great they are and and they're not great you know <laughs> they're, they're they come with us and 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 um uh, they can't hit. They can't. Uh, they don't know the game, and but they've been told that they can, and they let them do whatever they want uh, during those games. There are some coaches that are really good that are travel ball guys, and I'm finding those out um, through some of my kids. And um, the way things go now, you need to have travel ball so that they get innings and some at bats and stuff like that, and learn the game from the guys. But there's some really crazy coaches out there. And, and I, I call them idiots um, because uh, uh, they they tell our kids that I'm crazy, that I don't know what I'm doing, and and they actually tell me that the, the kids do. You just show them your CIF rings. Uh, well, that see, I don't wear those. I you know I I, I want to win so another humble. one. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's not it's not being Same, humble. I don't wear my dodgeball rings either from when I was in high school. So yeah. <laughs> same boat. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> what it sounds like is that you're telling the kids that these coaches are crazy, and they're telling the kids that you're crazy. Sounds like we need a, a good old fashioned just head to head battle it out. You I would love that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm on your side. Head to head. All travel ball coaches do Well, and, and it's not just me. You know, I, I talk to uh, college coaches, and and um, I, I ask them, "Am I doing things wrong? What, what's going?" They they turn around and tell me that. But do what you're doing. You're you're uh, uh, you're old school, which which a couple dads told me that I'm, I'm way behind the times, and and um, <laughs> I don't that believe that whatsoever. I tell them they're they're crazy, um, but but the uh, uh, we we do things the right way, and the, these coaches uh, verify what I'm doing, and and I, there's not many. I, I think I'm one of the last guys standing as far as age goes, and. And, but I love this stuff, and, and I feel as young as you guys right now, just talking with you. I probably feel much older than you. <laughs> <laughs> what, where did the name Spud come from? My dad, um, he went to Long Beach Poly, and he, was, he played football there, and he was a little guy. And they traveled, like, to San Diego to play games and stuff like that. But, but they also boxed. And they uh, they sparred each other. And they, and in the old days in downtown Long Beach, they had a, a lot of of um, uh, boxing clubs. So the high school kids would go in there and they'd uh, hammer on each other. And 
and they all had nicknames and and one day he came out with the name spud i i, I don't know why or whatever but um, uh, i've been spud jr ever since well if you are a follower of the podcast you know that downtown long beach used to have a lot of other types of clubs too as right. we learned from from rick Dury. he told us about the old uh the well, uh, x-rated the, movie the theaters. X- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we don't we didn't go to those so. I've, i never saw any of those yeah I mean, yeah, yeah i hear you what's it like when people think more league they think long beach and you're that guy from lakewood what's yeah. it like being that, that one school well, i know there's compton as well but the one school in the more league that's coming over and, and is not from long beach do you feel a heat on you I don't feel any heat on me, but I know that we're the hated uh, uh, team in the in the league because I, I think it's because we win all the time. And now Milliken has really uh, turned it around. Ronnie Keister has uh, has turned himself into a very good coach, and then Andy Hall is still in the playoffs right now and in, uh, in Division Three, and and um, they beat Arcadia, which is the uh, number one team, and uh, they're I, I predict they're going to win the whole thing. You know, so it, it, that's awesome for our league. And then the, the Jordan coaches and, and um, the Cabrillo coaches are, are former players from our league that played against us. And uh, they're, they're great young guys. And, and they want to go in the direction and, uh, of being better. And Jordan almost beat us. They sh- probably should have. Uh, they just uh, Their pitcher ran out of pitches. And uh, we lucked out, you know, with two outs in the seventh inning and came back and beat them but uh, uh we would have been the third place team in the league wow. yeah. uh well hey we interviewed ronnie keister and if you want to beat him i'm going to give you a little inside information you ready for this <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah anything on milliken yeah yeah <laughs> so coach keister he hates water he can't stand it yeah, he doesn't like the taste of it he doesn't like anything about water so here's what you do next time you play him just keep have one of your bench guys keep sending him over a bottle of water. <laughs> yeah, every inning, every inning when he's over there third. Just okay, go, hey, coach, this is this is on us. This is on us. That's his weakness. Keep his sending him water. It's his yeah. It's his kryptonite. Can I put your name on that bottle? Yeah, put, put my name on the bottle. Put whatever you got to do. He can't stand it. Okay. It's an easy victory, but don't don't try to get into a Gatorade match against him because he loves it. He's yeah. a big Gatorade guy. Also, actually, don't put my name on it because I'll get in trouble by everybody. <laughs> yeah, nobody will be happy. Yeah, I'll keep you off. But Keister hates water. That's just between us. That's yes. just between us. Who's the best player you've had a bunch of them who's the best player that you've ever coached oh there's uh, i can't uh, See, it, I knew you'd say that you're softening out on okay me. let's let's put a lot of guys in uh, damien easley chris gomez uh, uh crawford uh duffy all of them are um and there's a whole number jeff yamaguchi uh, uh a whole bunch of guys that and they all play college ball um not everyone. Some of them signed right out of, out of high school. But um, Watson, who is a, who's a crazy dude uh, for us, but uh, but uh, a great pitcher. And uh, with um, the the games with Chase DeYoung and and Watson Those pitching, were, uh, un- legendary, unbelievable. Legendary. So so that's that's the fun of this. And and we had a couple games like that this year. And and, and that that's where the passion comes in with me and and, and trying to teach the kids. Uh, the right way to uh, play and and um, hopefully we'll get back there and we have a, a very good uh, junior class coming back the sophomore class is awesome our freshman class has enough guys that that are very good and the incoming guys that are going to be real good from what i hear is as long as the millican uh pony league guys uh, don't take them away from us see uh, there's there's some hatred hey. i'm sensing it that's why paul put me in the middle today usually we put our guests in the middle but he just wanted a nice neutral Wilson guy. There, to there you go. Guys. Yeah. Right. Well, let me let me add. Los Alamitos too has taken a few of our guys, so we hey, like to keep guy, them though. over here. Well, yeah. No one likes Los Alamitos. Yeah. You probably <laughs> like him the most. Yeah, because it's your it's yeah. your coach. Well, I I love Matt Nuez. I do not like Los Alamitos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we can all agree with that. Oh, yeah. I think we can all agree. Coach, what's your technique for? saying hi to like the hundreds and thousands of people that know who you are and you don't know their name anymore like old students and stuff what do you do how do you go about that i asked them their name and i said look i'm, I'm old i can't remember remind me uh, like the young lady today I'm and, old, you I'm know, lost. <laughs> yeah. i think that's i lie. am lost too <laughs> sometimes with you guys you drive me nuts anyway <laughs> i got to put a plug in for long beach uh, sensory club you know yeah do it uh, the um they they back sports as as much as anybody and and they're the best and and uh, I've joined that club uh, uh, several years ago and 
and um, uh, there, uh, most of those guys graduated from the Long Beach area in Lakewood, and and um, I, they they've helped me out over the, uh, over this past couple of years too to get through some of the uh, stuff that I've gone through. So, when you first saw J.P. Crawford play, what was your thought? Don't go to modern day. They they were all over him. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and and, and it was. Uh, 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 pretty cool that he came with us, and, and he was a, a starter on, on as a freshman year. He was a little overwhelmed at times, um, but you could see that uh, his uh, ability was going to uh, – uh, we actually moved Jeff Yamaguchi from shortstop to first when Crawford uh, started playing uh, shortstop, and, and uh, that made us even a greater team. And then we uh, got a guy named Hunter Jones that's still playing, and, and uh, what a wonderful team that was. That team was awesome. You guys, I think, went to the semis that year, lost to Modern yes, Day? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Well, that makes me like Crawford even more. I didn't know Modern Day was on his, like, on him. Yes. Yeah. He chose Big time. a more league school over Modern Day. So yeah. Like he was this freshman coming in. We, we interviewed Crawford on this show uh, in the summertime, and I was telling him this story. I, I heard about this Crawford kid, freshman. I was, I was like, Can he, how, how good could this kid be, you know? You move Yamaguchi from short to first base to get this guy in there, and I'm like, how good, how good could this guy be? And when I first saw him, I was like, oh, my gosh, this kid is ridiculous. Yes. He's yeah. four years younger than me. He's yeah. already better than me. He had, he had all the five tools as far as high school goes. Crazy. Yeah. Why aren't more league teams winning in the playoffs? Back in the day, well, I know Wilson's doing it right now, but back in the day, yeah. you, it was a, a Wilson, more league team. Wilson's had, doing it right now because we're in, they're in Division Three. Right. Okay, so they, um, they've actually helped us, you know, as, as this, meaning the CIF. Um, we weren't successful in that first round, and they, they do a, um, a, a list of uh, the top teams, and they do it a, on a point system. Us in, in Division II, um, we were 97 out of 98. Okay, so Division One and Two were 98 teams. We were 97. So I predict you that. Division three. Yeah, we're all, we're going to be in Division three because we didn't win. Yeah. And and um, is that is that bad or is that good? Well, look at Wilson right now. They're that's why they they did this thing. So now maybe Wilson jumps back up, and then then if they get more guys, they jump to Division one. And uh, things have things have uh, changed as far as that goes. Uh, we're not getting the the same. Um, players that we did uh, they're going to la salle and they're going to uh, uh st john bosco well we got guys all over the place that aren't staying if they stay uh we'll be fine you know but why why are they leaving though because back in the day it's like lakewood was in the cif championship game millican was in the cif championship game wilson's in the cif championship game it happened all the time i'll tell you why they don't know the history they have no clue they they, they um uh they only know about themselves and and if somebody talks to them, that's recruiting. Yeah. They love to be recruited. It's like, like kids that, that don't want to go to uh, Long Beach City College. Um, they, they consider that the 13th year of high school. It's not. There's so many players that, that uh, can do well over there. I, I think Irwin, our pitcher, is going to Long Beach City College. Uh, Sandoval last year is it. And, and that'll develop them, you know. But fifth year of high school. If it's your 13th year of high school, you're really, really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they, well the, the kids, some kids say that, and it's not because it's a great way, <laughs> a great way to go. In fact, I went that way. <laughs> hey, it's not a hey. – yeah. hey, I'm a former Viking as well. True. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I went to class one time at uh, LBCC <laughs> with my good buddy Danny Itner, Lakewood guy. <laughs> Danny's, I, I love Danny. <laughs> he took, he, he took made some, me laugh at every practice. <laughs> he makes me laugh every single day. Yeah. What do you do all day now that you're retired? Um, actually, I get up a little later. Um, what is that, 5 o'clock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. But um, I get up a little later. Um, I do uh, a workout. I get on my exercise bike. I tell the kids. I can tell. Yeah. You, yeah, know, you look fit. Yeah, well, I... I, I've been doing my 50 push-ups, my 100 uh, crunches, and my uh, 50 arm dips, and then I get on a bike for 30 minutes. I don't do it every day, but um, I, 50 push-ups. Yeah. That's that like 25 sets oh, of it's, two. It's old man push-ups. Okay. <laughs> 
gonna say I can't do fifty uh, push-ups. Not even close. Yeah. Not well, close. I, I've challenged the kids to do it, and they, they don't. You you come back and you can, they're like wet noodles when they uh, come around. Are you the guy that's just like basically doing a plank and just like lowering his pelvis <laughs> into the ground and calling that a, a push-up, <laughs> no. like these fourth these fourth graders do? No, let's don't go that far. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, we're over here at the doghouse. Have you ever been here? Yes, I, I walked in and it was so crowded um, that that I, I couldn't even make it in. Really? <laughs> yeah, and no one knew me that day, guys. <laughs> wow! Wow! See, sometimes it's not all fun and games, <laughs> yeah. right? Well, when Spud does want to be recognized, he just takes his mustache off. Yeah, <laughs> it's a nice little tricky. Well, have you ever like shaved your mustache off? I had a year with that. Yeah. Did you like bet your kids, like your team, like, hey, if we win this huge game, I'll shave my mustache? I've said stuff like that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Did they win? No. You probably threw the game, didn't you? Yeah. That's probably what happened. I've, you know, I've had it off, and, and um, it, I'm not a good-looking person with it off. <laughs> well, the Spud Stash is legendary. Yeah. Oh, legendary. Doghouse, this is the second time that we've been here. Yeah. But we've said we're going to come back and drink a bunch of beers and one we night. We are. We are. We've just been busy. We've got the new 908 app that just came out. Oh, cool. Okay. we got to download it we're on gonna your phone. Put the, we're going to put that on your phone. <laughs> okay. We're that gonna, sounds good. You're going to hand your phone to us after this yeah. interview, and we're just going to do a lot of stuff yeah. to it, and that's You're going to be rattled. Well, I love the magazine, the 907 magazine that comes this way. Oh, yeah. You know, across the red line. <laughs> Spud's a 907 supporter. People forget about 907. Yeah, 907. <laughs> All right. We end every single interview with a set of rapid-fire questions. We All call, right. We call this Pepper. You guys okay. love Pepper over there yeah, on the absolutely. other side. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we were uh, told that we cheated in Pepper that one year with Carp and those I guys. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. You guys, and they oh yeah, changed it trouble, back. Right? Yeah, like you guys. Yeah, no, we lost. Uh, we won the CIF game, and then they, they took it away from us. Yeah. yeah, See, that's messed up. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Who, who, I still. Who's this? Why God? Who was it? I'll I'm talk not, to him. Yeah, we'll talk to Why God. We're not. I'm not saying a word. All I'm saying is Why God's a little guy. That's all I'm gonna say. Like that's that's it. Be careful, guys. He's a good friend. Who'd you guys play? He's our good friend too. Our good friend too. Valley View from from Marina Valley. Give me a break. Is that, I, I, that was unbelievable. I, I you know, we uh, we had probably the best team in the CIF that year. You know? Well, you won, so yeah, that's yeah. usually what happens. Yeah. All right. So okay, we'll, let's we'll, move we'll, on. We'll, we'll go back. That's out of my. Don't memory Don't bring now. up bad stuff. Yeah, there, and there are a few, you know, bad things. Yeah. Uh, you know what's cool is uh, um, Long Beach Wilson's playing uh, Bellflower. Keith Tripp is the coach at at uh, Bellflower. He played for me. Oh, really? Yeah. And and. Um, he was in in the semifinals uh, with El Dorado some years ago and got knocked out. I'm trying to remember the guy's name. He played at El Dorado and uh, he played some major league ball. But anyway, um, that's another bitter moment there. Um, they they won the game on knocking our catcher out. What? Yeah. Yes. Like yeah. they ran him over? Ran him over and 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 uh, the the uh, umpire would not call that kid out. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, there's another bitter moment. You got a bunch of. There's like, a lot of good moments. Well, of course, you got a bunch of like little spuds rolling around in different <laughs> coaches, like in the area. Yeah, there's a few. There's a few yeah. out there. Uh, Gerardo Gonzalez was with uh, Fountain Valley, and uh, I'm trying do, to think. Yeah. It, do they all do nine oh, fives? Uh, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, okay. that's that's all part. Of you. I remember watching. I like that. that. Yeah, nine I five. I used to try to beat them off. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, they're gonna. Spud's yeah, gonna like beat we were pretty good up. at it. This this group is not very good at it, but we're working on that toward that. Wait till next year. Well, they're young. Well, they're young. <laughs> You're yeah, yeah, it's a very sophomoric league. Yeah, exactly. Is what I've learned. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah. All right. What's your least favorite food? Food? Yeah. Uh, sushi. Really? Wow. Wow. I never got into that. Everybody loves it. I just sit there and I'll and I'll watch and fry something. Give me some fried rice. All right. It's because you don't know how to use the chopsticks. They can get you a fork if you ask. It's I know that. Okay. John. It's new generation. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite type of seed? Seed? Yeah. Uh, sunflower seed. Well, like what flavor? Oh, just or original. Original. original but you know, I can't. I can't eat those. The doctor told me not to. Really? <laughs> no more seeds for you? You haven't sodium? heard this story? Because the sodium. No. no I no. You know how sometimes the shells go down? Yeah. I, I, I bled from inside. Unbelievable. What? Missed wow. two games. Uh, Nuez ended up being the uh, head coach for a couple of games on, on that. We were playing Wilson, and and um, he became the head coach because I was in the hospital. I was bleeding out because of uh, a sunflower seed. Yeah, uh, unbelievable. A Whoa. lot of years ago, but 
But uh, see, you're getting some Lord. stuff out of me here. Well, wow. glad you're you're back. Why don't you just do? Oh, the, you know, I've uh, been through a lot. Do the old, do the old, were down do the old minor B trick where you just don't you just put them in, spin them out without even cracking them. Yeah, that's what all the young kids. Do I'm pretty good at that, but uh, I, I'm not allowed to. But do I? Yes, I do once in a while. Wow. <laughs> hey, we won't tell yeah. anybody. We won't well, yeah. tell anybody. Your doctor is a big listener of the program. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll What's your favorite baseball movie? Uh, for the love of the game. Nice. All right. Yeah. That's good. A little Kevin Costner. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I like all of his movies. Tigers. You're a Tiger fan? I'm a Tiger. Uh, am I? Yeah. I, uh, my mom's from uh, Detroit. Oh, good. Yeah. So yeah. is Eminem. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, who's your favorite Century Club member under the age of 30? <laughs> you, John. Ooh, oh. Big time. What about me? I'm a member. Paul. No one, well, no one even knows. He never goes to the meetings. <laughs> well, it's because I got to work. I mean, it means, no, you don't. Me and Spud have had some good Tuesday nights over the boathouse. Yeah. That's a fact. Okay. What's your least favorite school in the Moore League? Least favorite school in the Moore League. I can't say that. Oh, yes, I know. I, I know we're the most hated school, so let's put it that way. Well, who's your least favorite? Least favorite. I love beating Milliken. That's the answer I thought it was. No. See, Keister said the same thing. But that's, that's the true rivalry between the two schools. Absolutely. Milliken hates Lakewood. Lakewood hates Milliken. That's the way it goes. Wilson hates Compton. <laughs> you better watch what you say. <laughs> uh, what's your What's your go to jab at umpires? How do you get under their skin? You got a, cl- a classic line. You almost beat that guy up the other day during oh. the Milliken game. By the way, that was yeah, that wild. was that was. Uh, I I said you're horrible. I think. <laughs> well, he knew. And That's I, why I couldn't say anything. Oh yeah, it was like, I, guys, this is on. <laughs> People are going to see this. Umpires are going to see this. Oh, well, they know. You know yes. Uh, some um, of them. Umpires don't have phones. Yeah. <laughs> that, clickers. Yeah. Got to be careful, you know, how I, how I mentioned that. But we throw guys out at first base from right field. Twice this year we threw them out, but the umpires weren't looking. So, I, you know, I mean, okay, umpires, make sure that you look. You know, in, well, fa- in hey, fact, we almost had a guy out at Crescenta Valley with that. But I had told the umpires before the game that we do that and the guy was all on top of it, it and, and, and the guy who was uh runner was safe but okay. uh, yeah but it was close all more league schools get homered when they go on the road like to the ie or or orange county all those umpires love those schools man and they hate us well i, I think hate that. spud he hates umpires wear blue hates milliken wears blue i don't hate umpires <laughs> yeah <laughs> No, this is what we do on the show. We just put words in your mouth. Yeah. Uh, no, Spud's a big fan of umpires, and he donates to their cause. Yeah. The umpire, the American Umpire Association, the AUA. Ask, is Spud ask me, ask Spud me how many times I've been kicked out of a game. How many times have you been kicked out of a game? None. Really? Wow. None. Oh, that's because of your name. <laughs> Maybe so. If, if you weren't Spud O'Neill, so you'd be like, we'll see. You. I push him to the end. Yeah. Okay. okay, how's that? You push right. umpires, and they don't kick you out of the game? Uh, I've called them some names in Orange County. <laughs> well, shoot, I call normal yeah. people names in Orange County. You got to do the, the move where you pick up the base and one, you throw it. One of the That's best teams one. that we ever had was uh, we played uh, at El Dorado again, and um, that was with uh, the year 2007. 2006, we had won with all our juniors, and we had another good team, great team, back, and, and we played at El Dorado. And there was a former umpire from Long Beach that – had been fired from Long Beach, and he took it out on us. And I, I have proof from Dave Snow and all the other guys that were in watching that game that, that particular day. And um, I, I called him some horrible names, and he wouldn't kick me out. I tried, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, if you could be any animal, what animal would you be? <laughs> what animal would I be? Um, a horse. <laughs> nice. You, I'm, I, 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 I like horses. Like, are you a betting man? Like a derby horse? Are you allowed I, to bet? Or, is that, can, or we're not allowed to say that about you. <laughs> Do I go to tracks? Once in a while. Okay. Ooh, okay. Who nice. you got in the Belmont? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who's running in the Belmont. Justified. It's going to be justified. Triple crowns. So you know yeah, about triple crowns. Baseball and horse racing? It's just like the same. Yeah. What do you put on your hot dog? <laughs> what do I put on my hot dog? Uh, mustard. Onions and ketchup. What about relish? And relish. I do all, all of it. Okay. All of it. They're yeah. sprinkling a little cheese on one of the hot dogs back there. Would you be okay with that? A little cheddar? <laughs> I, I would eat that too. Okay, <laughs> me too. All right, Coach. Hey, we're going to have you on again. Yeah. See, 
you have so much history and stuff, we can't ask you all the questions we want right now. You know, no, yeah, two hours I'd love to come back. Guys. So we're going to get you back it's on. It's been fun. Get me on with Severson. Yes, we'll get you on with Severson. <laughs> That'd be an unreal thought. See, I knew it was Severson. Actually. Yeah, Severson's He's always spread rumors. It wasn't Severson. It wasn't Severson. Hey, if you guys win this. Oh, by the way, uh, I forgot to tell you this, but you're, I made a bet with your players, Duffy and J.P. Crawford, that if Milliken won the Moore League, they'd have to wear a Moore League hat or a <laughs> Milliken hat for a day. You did, huh? And we won, so they got to wear it. I'm going to send you the picture. Okay. In, in blue and gold. Okay. You're, you're going to throw up, probably. Yeah. I would never do that myself, so. <laughs> hey, I made the bet, too. I would have yeah. to wear red. You know, uh, we had some great battles with Dan Peters and now Ron Keister. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. All right, Coach. Hey, good luck next year, I guess, and summer ball. You guys, you're going to be busy and whatnot. Oh, yeah. I, in fact, uh, June 4th, here we go, American Already? Legion. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Unbelievable. Yauntville. Are you going to yeah. go to Yauntville? Uh, I would love to. I, you know, I'm not sure all the kids want to, but uh, <laughs> you know, but that that uh, you know, a few years ago, uh, we were in the World Series, and yeah. and, and um, nobody from our league has ever done that. And Crawford got us to the uh, to Yountville and played in Yountville, but he, then he went to um, uh, uh, San Diego and played in the Aflac games there. Oh yeah. And and but we were in we were in um, uh, Shelby, North Carolina, and we saw him on TV. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, we were. It was in between games, and and uh, the, the people that had us over had that game on, and and there's Crawford uh, taking a, a bat. You know, that's awesome. That was cool. That see, there's part of the history. That's and cool. he should have been with us, and we might have won a second game. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you get hurt and miss work, it doesn't hurt to miss work. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That Crawford guy really yeah. pisses me off too. <laughs> All right, coach. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Wow, that's a good message. So Spud's a legend. You know, what really blew my mind was how many kids, like, fight that. Like, they don't want to play his way. They want to play their own way. But Spud's been winning for so long that, like, why wouldn't you play his way? Yeah. It, well, it goes back to the parents' ball. All parents suck. I know. They, these parents these days. Well, how long have I said that? I, th I think it's anyone who grew up in the 80s. I've been think? saying that off camera for a long time. Dude, listen to the music. Everyone who grew up in the 80s is weird. It's that, gr now it's that grunge scene. It's and that now they're all parents. Scene. And now they're, oh, like, let the rains down in Africa. D have you ever been to Africa? Mm -mm. No. Stop. And what they're doing, what they're doing, so there's a lot of people going to Africa to help out and whatnot because it's third world country and whatnot. Right. But they're just doing it for show. They're not doing it for the right reasons. Right. Purple rain? I've never seen it. No. It doesn't even exist. It's just, it's ridiculous. In a, in a world where Come On Eileen is a one-hit wonder, it's like, super. how about we just sh invest some money in Dexy's Midnight Runners mm -hmm. 80s, but no one, no one would. They just want to listen to one song on the radio and get on with their lives. And now they're raising kids and saying, I know how to, I know how to hit baseballs because all my music was weird and techno-y. Let's, let's cut the bull. 80s kids let's cut the bull you know here's the deal you know what we need to do we need to put a little paul slater and john grossi in the world somehow yeah. <laughs> i'm just saying that's gonna be two separate kids right yeah yeah well yeah well you know you never know it's well it's 2018 in this in this day and age you can do some crazy stuff so my kid's gonna be a jukebox hero that's for sure you know to be foreigners pretty underrated and but even foreigner can get a little weird sometimes this jukebox hero this guy standing in the rain and stuff i don't know it's kind of weird cold as ice when was Nora jones 90s Edla no that's Edda james <laughs> yeah. uh the <laughs> basically basically if you grew up if you listening grew up to 80s music as your number all these people and Every single radio station plays only 80s now. That's and and then oh, I'm doing even last get, week. I don't even get me but started. Then we're doing last weekend. It's Memorial Day weekend, and they're all it's nonstop commercials about how it's an 80s weekend. I'm like, care. That's all you play. Stop, dude. Uh, it, that so what's different that that you're not playing one song from like 1990? I well, dude, you just don't even get me started. I, the I'm, radio right now is so ridiculous. I'm on the. I'm on. I'm coming home. Wow! Quick grind my gears. We didn't have this plan, folks, but it's coming. Quick grind my gears. I'm coming home from Portland, Oregon. Mom picked me up. Driving home. She's got Careth 101 on there. And you're right. 
the guy goes, it's a totally 80s weekend. And I'm like, Dude, when's that any different from any other weekend? I heard you that play commercial. the 80s every freaking yeah, weekend. I heard that commercial about 40 times this week. I'm so mad. That's that's what your station is. You're an 80s station. Don't give me totally 80s weekend. You changed. You changed two years ago or else I'd be still listening to you. You don't play any Supremes or Motown hits. I nothing like love, that. love, love. That used to be a staple. Yeah. And what the Never. heck happened? I haven't heard Marvin Gaye once on Kareth 101 in the last two years. That's a problem. That's a problem, if you ask me. If Kareth wasn't so bad at what they do, we would probably not have any listeners. But at least the, we came on the podcast scene right when all radio turned to shit. You know, the sound should have stayed, and Kareth should have got banged, if you ask me. Well, yeah. Uh. <laughs> That's 100% true. And then I used to like 99.9 because they, they'd play a – what's that song they play? What? Uh, Colon ninety nine point nine, Inland Empire. <laughs> it's like the it's like the the music that everyone coming in commuting yeah. to Long Beach State listens to on the Ugh. on the whatever freeway they drive probably like the twenty seven some two ten something I've never heard of. Good riddance. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on, dude, because we gotta end this show because people are probably getting pissed at us. All right, actors are in their movies. Oh god. Bringing it back. Did you? I don't even know if you check what we were doing today. I got. I checked the A block. I didn't check the C block. Okay, but we're doing actors in our movies. We got producer Nick back in the studio, and he's got four names for us. Actors in their movies. Nick, producer Nick, what you got on the first one? Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. <laughs> this might be another Bruce Willis situation. What? I don't know if I've ever seen a Tom Cruise movie. Are you seen? In all actuality. Yeah, I never saw Mission Impossible. Top Gun? No. Top Gun is mine. It has to be. No. Read the book, but no. You read the book, you nerd. <laughs> Top Gun. Top Gun, no doubt. Keep, keep, keep naming some. I might have seen one. Vanilla Sky? Absolutely not. Vanilla Sky is pretty good. I'm not going to lie to you. I, Top, you don't, you've never seen Top Gun? You got, that's, that's a no, problem. No, people reference it a lot, and I always just kind of stand there with Goose? a blank face. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm Tom Cruise in Top Gun, and you're Goose in Top Gun. Because you're my wingman. And a little spoiler for you. Oh, we'll bleep that out. We'll bleep that out. I actually think our buddies, who wasn't a Zav and Lucky, were like Top Gun for Halloween this year. Yeah, did you not know what it was? No, I knew, I knew, like, I know the movie, it's a movie, but I think I definitely just, like, totally was, like, in on multiple jokes where everyone just assumed I'd watch Top Gun and I totally faked the whole thing. That's, and, pretty, and like, that's pretty impressive. Was, and they're like, Goose. And I was like, for sure, Goose. And I have no <laughs> idea what that is. I guess it's a person. It is a person. <laughs> But I had it was like it was like one of those Halloween parties, and I totally had to just wing it and act like I knew what everyone was talking about because it seemed to be the cool movie. How tough is this segment for you? It's is good. this I just is this the toughest part of your day? I don't watch action movies. That doesn't like that doesn't Tom appeal Tom to Cruise me. isn't only an action. I movies. think I've seen one. One of those. What are one of those new ones where it's just like a name? Reacher, Jack Reacher. I'm, is that Tom Cruise? Yeah. I might have seen that. One. Good guess by or me. Or is there another one that was like kind of like it? John Wick. No, that's Keanu Reeves. Ooh, sick though. All right, producer Nick, what do we got? George Clooney. George Clooney. <laughs> yeah, my only chance for any of these movies is if the actor happened to be in Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ocean's Eleven been so used like, three times. So I can far. only do this segment for eleven actors on Earth. So yes, my favorite movie by George <laughs> Clooney is Actors Eleven. Matt Ocean's Damon. Eleven. George, Ocean's Eleven, Brad Pitt, Ocean's Eleven, George Clooney, Ocean's Eleven. So we got three times you can't used wait, it. Can't wait till you put Don Cheadle on the list because for <laughs> sure Ocean's Eleven. Okay, George Clooney. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Ooh, I have seen that. That's a good one. That's yeah, a great I knew one. you'd seen that because it's kind of hipster and like history historical, oh, yeah. and you're kind of a history guy. Yep. Uh, it's kind of a musical. Don't they sing in that song? Yeah, yeah. or that movie. A good soundtrack, yeah. Sweet lady. Yeah, I like uh -huh. that one. What else? Some other one? I forget. Yeah. Well, I don't even. Man of Constant Sorrow. Great oh, song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they reference Kentucky in that song. Yeah. Uh, you know. I, I said fairly well to old Kentucky. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know if I've even seen Oh Brother Where Art Thou all the way through. Because it's always on like TBS and I fall asleep. And I don't know if I've seen the middle parts. Well, every just because it's great every time. It means it means it was a good day. Like I didn't have anything to do, so I'm sitting on the couch and I get to watch TV, which is great. And this comes on, I'm like, yeah, might as well. 
You know what I like? Marcus Welby. You know what my favorite scene of Ocean's Eleven is? Is when George Clooney's like, he's talking to, what's her name? Uh, Julia Roberts. Yeah, Julia Roberts. And, or no, he's talking to her her new boyfriend. And he's like, and, and what, Tony if I, owes something. what if I told you I could get you all the information if you give give up Julia Roberts? And the guy says, I would say yes. Wait, That's what? his direct quote. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, when he actually gives her up. Yeah. yeah but yeah. then like, and then Julia Roberts is watching on some sort of like, oh, right. Uh, into the future, like security cam that we have now. Well, I don't geez, know how they had Louise, him back dude, then in like 2004. Alert. That's not the spoiler alert. You're just breaking down the whole plot. The spoiler alert is when they play Claire de Lune at the fountain, but that's yeah. all I'm going to say. But that might be the best movie scene of all time. Yeah, probably. All right, next one. Producer Nick, what you got? Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep sucks. I got no shot. I got no shot on that one. What's she in? The Post. The Post? Okay. Meryl Streep. I'm going to go with Mamma Mia. Is she a Mamma Mia? Okay, I'm going to go Mamma Mia. Never seen it. Love the soundtrack. Mamma Mia, here we go again. Uh, but that, I mean, other than that, like what? What else is she in? Hit me with some holiday. Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, that's a good I one. I did see, is that with Anne Hathaway? Yeah. You've I did seen see that one. that one. I did see that one. In theaters, I think. I think I saw that one in theaters. <laughs> look, look. That was a good movie. Meryl, the thing about Meryl Streep, she's always nominated for stuff. How many awards does she have? Probably like two. Like, she's not that good. She's good enough. You ever see the spinoff, The Devil Wears Nada? Ooh, I heard about that. They played it at the X-rated movie theaters down the uh, <laughs> down at the pike, Rick Dorey told us. Yeah, Meryl Streep sucks. I just... <laughs> I, don't, I don't like anything about her. Like, she didn't even make Mamma Mia. She was just in it. That's just my favorite movie that she's in. Well, these are literally actors, not, like, writers. No, actors and their movies. That's what the segment is called. What's next? Hopefully it's someone in Ocean's Eleven. What's the next one, Producer Nick? Last one? Ooh, Gene Hackman. Well, he's only in one movie, but it's, it's a dandy. I don't know if he's in one movie. Because you, you, I know what you're going to go with. Go ahead and say it. Well, mine should be, mine's a situation where that should be taken off. Hoosiers. Yeah. I'm going to well, let you have that that's one. His, that's his life-defining role. I'm going to go with the replacements. Oh, wow, shit. So is G- – here, here's a quick question for you. Is Gene Hackman the best coach of all time? Yeah. He, well, he's typecast. He, has he ever played another role? I don't think so. Hey, quick fun fact. Did you know Jimmy Chitwood's character, who's the basically the main character besides Gene Hackman, only says four lines in the whole movie? And one of them is – I'll make it. I'll make it. Did you know that? Really? Yeah, it's crazy, huh? I think he. I think you're right. I think the replacements is the better movie for Gene Hackman because, in in Hoosiers, he just he coaches a very good Jimmy Chitwood yeah. to a victory, right? Which is fine. It's all, like Phil Jackson. All he really does is measure the length of the basket between the basket and the floor. I mean, he's essentially a glorified carpenter. Yes. But in the replacements, if you can teach Keanu Reeves how to play sports. I mean, that guy's an airhead. Well, he br- <laughs> <laughs> like if I was actually a coach, if I was a coach and Keanu Reeves was on my team, I would my, maybe hang it up. He had a hose and a half, though, dude. He could chuck it. But he had to deal with a lot of controversy because the guys come back and he's like, you know what? I'm, I don't care about my job anymore. I want to win, and I don't, I don't, I'm not going to win with this freaking douchebag and that Eddie Martell character. Who would you rather have your quarterback, Keanu Reeves or Sunshine? Well, Sunshine can't make that pitch. Yeah, but he can and under pressure. Okay. I'd go Sunshine every time. You would. Well, okay. Keanu Reeves is a nut job. Well, Keanu, Keanu Reeves takes his team I to love the playoffs. I know. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. But, like, I'm assuming there's a stunt double throwing the football every time. There's no way Keanu Reeves can throw a football. He probably looks like a girl. Well, Keanu Reeves also played Johnny Utah in, uh, what's that, Point Break, which he was a football player in that. So he's been a football player two times. How many times has Ronnie Bass been a football player? I don't even know who that actor is. Was Keanu Reeves Bill or Ted? I think he was Ted. Bill or Ted. I think the other guy would be a better football player. Who I don't even know who the other guy is. He, how come his career didn't take off? Keanu was Ted. See, now we know. Yeah. But Bill got screwed on the old career. Yeah, that's tough for him. He Maybe Bill should have been in... Should have been in Hoosiers, and Ted should have been in replacements. That would have helped out. Yep. I think that I think the Hoosiers wouldn't even have had to. They would have cakewalked through the tournament instead of 
having a battle back in that Indiana State Championship. It's true. Uh, I do watch Hoosiers before every basketball season. Really? As a coach. I feel like as my job as a coach, I need to watch that show. Well, you're right. People forget the the ten, the free throw line is – or the rim is 10 feet high in every single yeah. – Except in the St. Cornelius yeah, gym, in which case it's like, yeah, it's very – Or old. the mini, gant, mini courts, which right. it's like the swamps. Yeah. yeah, the swamp. All right, moving on. Thanks, Producer Nick. Appreciate it from you. <clears throat> 908 Athlete of the Week. Uh, there's nothing I could do about this because I said that if this guy won this again, he would become the first – ever to win three 908 Athlete of the Week awards. And the first to win back-to-back. 908 Athlete of the Week, Long Beach State pitcher, Clayton Andrews. Fourth straight Big West Pitcher of the Week nominee. And this guy, not nominee, he won the award for the fourth straight time. Mm-hmm. Complete game shutout, 11 strikeouts, Long Beach State beat Cal State Fullerton, one nothing. First ever baseball player to win a weekly award four straight times in the Big West. Wow. First ever. Call it a monthly award, huh? Because four weeks yeah. are in a month. So he was the Big West Pitcher of the Month, basically. Essentially. So congrats to him. First ever thir- three-time 908 Athlete of the Week award winner. Wait, so he won it four times for Big West, but three times for us? Yeah. Who who I got, think, got that other one? I think it was... Uh, I think oh, you're talking about in a row. Well, like because he's won five this year, which is pretty wild. He's won three in a row, four in a row. I think. How come he wasn't our athlete four in a row? Because one of them was I think Schaefer because he went off and like did some crazy stuff. Ooh, Schaefer's Schaefer. playing right now. I know. Anybody got an update? Probably not. Uh, I think Zach Petway. Zach Petway. He was one of them because. How come Petway didn't pitch? That's probably why Wilson lost yesterday. Did he? I don't know if he did. I think he did pitch. Oh, did he? But I think you know what in that game. I think there was like a big error in that game that scored everybody. So, I mean, that's kind of tough. Well, they don't call it the Dirty Dina because they play clean. Right? Yeah, of Let course. Me tell you. L- Long Beach State. Okay, first off, I want w- quick grab my gears. This guy wins four straight awards. Breaking news: This comes out Wednesday, or this comes out Thursday, but it's Wednesday today, and the awards just came out. Breaking news. Clayton Andrews did not win Big West Pitcher of the Year. They gave it to a Fullerton guy. Wow. They won the conference and stuff like that, which is great. But, like, why didn't why, – if he was better, why didn't he win the award multiple times? You know what I mean? I was giving, I was giving Big West a shout-out for having the courage to give a guy an award multiple times. But maybe they didn't. They gave him the award so many times, and they were like, you know what? He's got it too many times. I'm going to give this guy the award. So I take that back, uh, Big West. I'm I'm not appreciative. You don't have the courage to give the guy an award. The Big West has about as much spine as a jellyfish ball. I'm, I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy about it. Long Beach State, by the way, eight out of the 15 weeks had the pitcher of the week. And we were very mediocre. Tell me how that works out. It's, the, it's Bull Diamond. It's, it comes back to Bull Diamond? It comes back to Bull Diamond. We got to get rid of it. Well, I think what's happening is we're only having one pitcher have one good week. You know? Let's give, let's get two pitchers to have two like pretty good weeks. That mm-hmm. way, we could take two out of three from every series. And if you take two out of three from every series, you're probably going to win the conference. Well, if everyone plays decent, you're above average. Or maybe we just didn't hit well. That's our. That's kind of the nine eight company motto. You know what my my motto is? <laughs> I'm very average in all aspects of life, yet I'm an above average guy. Wouldn't you agree? Well, the way isn't it weird that C's. C's sound bad, don't they? Yeah, because it's, it's average. But 2.0 doesn't sound that bad. I think 2.0 sounds a little worse than C's. Than straight C's? Yeah. I don't know. Also, if you say, what if you say, I got straight B's? Shoot, I got straight B's. And then somebody will say, I got a 3.0. I think 3.0 sounds a little bit better. Well, I got a little 3.0 here. Yeah. Anyways, all right. You know so, what I can't stand is these people with, with saying 5.0. Shut the hell up. I got no time for those people. I got no time for those people. What, I mean, you, you didn't take extra classes. No. You know? It sounds you like you have can't a, do math. You clearly didn't didn't do own math class because it's out of four. You got five out of four, Paul? I don't know if I told it's this. It's called an improper fraction, and I'm tired of this world being so improper. 
to be honest. Have I told you the story where they lowered the SAT score? So now everybody that says, hey, what'd you get on the SAT? I say what I got. And everybody always goes, whoa, that's really good. Yeah. And I'm always like, was it really good? <laughs> you know what I mean? These <laughs> like yeah, this, my great. 1550 looks freaking sweet because it's out of 1600 now, dude. Dude, I'm just the, like, you missed four? These scrubs like, out yeah. of 1600 are so weak. You know why? Because all their 80s parents were out of 1600 too. Yes. And then the world finally did decent for a little bit and made it out of 2100, which, by the way, every single time you play one-on-one basketball, it's a 21. Like, let's just all get on the same page. Wait, is it 24? It's 24. Oh, yeah. They went to 24, which, by the way, which is the 20, shot clock, 24 though. hours in the day and there's 24 seconds on the shot clock. It all makes sense. And then they go down to 16. What's 16? What? Quinceañeras? Yeah, that's the only thing, though. That's, that's the only did thing. That's that right, Nick? Quinceañera. Quinceañera? Is that? But you're right. You're right. See, there's there's a gap between nerds and athletes right now. And why? There's no reason for there to be. What? Quinceañera. It's quinceañera. All right. Let's freaking end this thing. What a show. Thanks to Spud O'Neill to come on the show. We're going to get him on him again. Had a great time with him. Had an absolutely great time. Uh, next week, should we unveil our guest next week or no or not he can unveil himself okay he's a huge deal and uh we're just gonna say that uh number five has to do with it and the united states of america has to do with it does that give it away um no okay well literally no one knows what you're talking about uh subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already go to the apple podcast store and type in shoot your shot and your boys will be there because we're on the top because we're the most important shoot your shot in the world right now uh also follow us on twitter 908 sports also download the 908 app download that 908 app it's it's hot app if you like me and you like my name everywhere you're gonna like this app and if you like marina hernandez our other personality which Marina Hernandez does an unbelievable job, by the way. She's doing a great job. Life is great in the 908. Shoot or shoot. So shoot your shot.